This episode is brought to you by Empower. While Empower can't tell you who to start at running back each week, they can help you tackle your money questions. Can you retire early? What's your net worth? Will you be able to afford your child's education? With Empower's real-time dashboard and real live conversations, you can get clarity on your real-life financial goals. Join 18 million Americans and Empower What's Next. To start today, visit Empower.com. Welcome to the Fantasy Footballers Podcast with your hosts, Andy Holloway, Jason Moore, and Mike Wright. Oh, Mari Cooper! <laughs> Welcome in, one and all. Tuesday, December 26th. Hope you had a fabulous Christmas. I know I did. <laughs> Andy, Mike, and Jason, the Fantasy Footballers, with you. We're, we've got a combo show today. We'll go through studs and duds from semifinal week. We'll go through the waiver wire as we head into championship week. I've heard from lots of you on Twitter. Congrats on, on your victories and getting through. We had some late-night sweats in our Dynasty League last, uh, last evening. And turns out Mike and I will be facing off head-to-head for that title. Indeed we will. But, you know, I'm normally a very humble winner. I mean, I think you guys would would say that. And I'm not amongst the humblest. Amongst the humblest. No, I'm not not one to troll. But. Yeah, you're above it. But if my opponent, whose name was the grumpy old trolls, Papa Josh himself, on this buildup, like I feel like it would be kind of disrespectful to somebody whose name is the Trolls, not mm-hmm. to at least reflect. Yeah. Give them what they deserve and enjoy. So, I mean, we did invite Josh for a moment to come into the studio. If you want to take a look over there at Deucer's Alley, wait for those watching. Does he have a gift? I did get. I did oh, prepare man. him a gift, and in then a, in a nice like uh, a. <laughs> Oh, and nice loser nice. frame. And there's a frame we built for him here on YouTube. Now, Josh, while you're over there, if you want to just open up your gift. And it, the, the box is a nice peppermint. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's a beautiful box. It is. I'm just, if you just want to open it up here, I'll give you a play by play. I hope it's a turd. Now, what's the first thing you find in there? What do you got? Oh, what do you got? It's a picture <laughs> of Amari Cooper. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, okay. my goodness. Okay. Oh, and there's then, more? What else is in there, Josh? Oh, oh, it's the return to sender. Oh, it's everything you sent me all week long, <laughs> hey, including. I need this one. <laughs> the book. The book, the Healing app. After Loss. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, pictures of. I mean, this weekend couldn't have gone more spectacular oh, more printouts yeah so, he spent the week giving all of these things to Andy. everything <laughs> you dished out all week long including a history of our games against each other yeah it's gonna need to be updated josh yeah if you want to print that out for uh and uh zero percent win percentage down below there so Man. thank you thank what you for the matchup I mean, that is just... The frame is incredible. I mean, you guys have anything to add? I mean, I know you were... Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Too fast with the camera change, putting the loser bracket on me. How dare you? Um, 
I'm a winner today. It, there so it is. we'll just keep some stuff up on the screen here during the show. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you this right now, Andrew Holloway. Oh. If you now have done all this and you don't win the championship this week, shame on you. Shame on you. You have to bring it home or all of this needs to come back upon you. YouTube.com slash the fantasy footballers. Amari Cooper. You are my hero. I was so disappointed that I couldn't overnight. I mean, it's Christmas weekend. I couldn't overnight an Amari Cooper jersey yeah. to Josh in time to make him wear it today. Do you have any thoughts? I mean, I'm sure the Foot Clan would like to hear any final words from the great troll himself. Yeah, get out of here. It hurts real bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He yeah. acted like it, it wouldn't matter. He didn't care. Now get out of the studio. <laughs> get. Yes, you are banished. Get. Banished get. from the land. He's yeah. leaving. Yeah. Yeah. The Rapscallion's coming back. Yeah, not welcome. All right. And, uh, yeah, we are keeping the score up the whole entire show. If you want to transition it to our more permanent fixture there, Al, um, I mean, we can, we can do that. There we go. Right there we go. <laughs> We're just going to leave that up today on, on the screen. All right. Um, big weekend. Lots going on. And if you're heading into the championship game, we want to remind you, you're going to need some swag. Uh, fantasychamps.com use the code free ring and you will get a $59 championship ring for free with the purchase of any trophy or belt uh, fantasychamps.com is where we buy all of our gear every single year it's where we get uh, the, the main league trophy for our dynasty for our league of record everywhere we're at and uh, again put put both items in your cart use the code free ring it's a promo they do for us every year every year you can check that out all right let's talk news News and notes from around the league. Presented by USAA Insurance. I was, I, before I go through all of this news, I was really quite pleased with the level of vitriol from all of my friends towards Josh. <laughs> I didn't realize how much all of you, Al, Mike, how much you wanted to see him go down. I mean, like, I, was, I wanted to be on the, the, the winning side. The good side? Yeah. Not the evil side? It was fun to root for you for, for the once. first time in my life. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. Oh, my gosh. Amari Cooper was so good. We'll talk about it. That's going to be yeah, real the, fun. Oh, the I know. Jets next Oh, week? it's the Jets on Thursday. Oh, uh, no. I'm, not, I'm just talking about larger context of you have a multiple oh, hundred yeah. million dollar man who has sucked. Oh, you're and, talking about for and the- And you got dude off of the street- Who's lighting up the NFL? Well, see, what do you do? QB one on the week, right? Oh yeah, so far. Or, oh no, we're down. It's yeah, Tuesday, <laughs> dude. The, the week with the Monday off. I'm I all, know. I'm all thrown off. I know. I went and looked so, at yes. our QB one on the week. QB one on the week. Crazy. Flacco Bros for life. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, now he does have to play the Jets. Yes. Thursday they are at home. That'll be uh, part of our championship week coverage. Man. Um, the news that we got, I'll, I'll bust through this. I mean, the big one, Jalen Waddle, leg injury, looks like a high ankle sprain, um, went down with a poked eye early in the game. I mean, Waddle, Waddle is just dodging bullets he, every game. I don't think he dodged this yeah. one. He didn't. He no. finally got hit. At this one, you, you will have to be without Jalen Waddle for your championship week. There's um, very, very little chance that he will play this week and probably um, until the NFL playoffs. Isaiah Pacheco. Back from injury, back to injury. 
early. I mean, he left the game with a concussion, didn't return. And it was gnarly, too. I mean, oh, it was yeah. – uh, if you'd missed the play – I did miss the play. Okay. Well, it was a – Pacheco's helmet got ripped off, and then he took – I believe it was a his, friendly fire. Yeah, it was his own offensive, offensive lineman. Offensive lineman, a knee – right into the top of the head. I mean, Pacheco grabbed. Without the helmet? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So Pacheco a, was falling backwards yeah. while the offensive lineman was running forwards. And I did see him fall off the, tra the training yes. table break Yeah, and then there was, there was insult to injury as he's concussed, and they're going to check him. Goes to lay on the trainer table, and that thing just implodes kind of a – you know, just a nice little analogy, or I can't think of the right word, of this is the way that the Kansas City Chiefs game is going. It's not a nice Christmas in Kansas City. So, Jarek McKinnon was placed on the IR. <laughs> oh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire! Oh, Mike, do you have Clyde Edwards-Alaire on your team? Yes, so you mentioned I'm in the Dynasty Championship. I would championship be so afraid to face him. With Clyde Edwards-Alaire, where normally you can't be – Really excited about. I mean, two weeks ago it was fantastic, but he plays the Cincinnati Bengals, who get ravaged by the running back position. So that will be. I mean, he's, he's and he's still a running back, right? I uh, technically speaking, yeah. And he had a couple of really good plays yeah. as well. Looked like a uh, bowling ball of yeah. He had good balance. So I'm I'm sure we will uh, talk about him as the number one waiver pickup this yeah, week. Yeah, Pacheco, we'll we'll find out. You know, it's hard to come back from the concussions uh, quickly. You know, there's especially a, and it's is uh, that a Sunday game or a Saturday game? Uh, we got the, games scattered Chiefs, through the week. Sunday, okay, Sunday. But also, I mean, he was he was hurt a day later. Yeah, so, I he's mean, hurt on Monday. It's probably, I mean, he'll probably be out. Yeah, it's probably going to be Clyde by himself. Who else do they have? Like Lamichael Pirine? Yeah, Pirine's there. So uh, Clyde will get the the bulk of the work, assuming he doesn't clear protocol. And I also would look at your chin strap as well, because Pacheco's helmet yeah. came off multiple times. Like that same drive multiple times, and uh, we like to keep those helmets on. Yeah, Carlin Sutton concussion didn't return as well. So both of those concussions to watch. T.J. Hawkinson knee injury, quote not good. That, Getting yeah. an MRI. There's a good chance he is done for the year. Yeah, that is really unfortunate at this time. And that hurt in a the lot season. Of folks. Yeah, you you don't have good waiver wire pivots for the tight end position. You know, you you're, you're in a championship. You might have gotten there because of having a T.J. Hawkinson. So we'll we'll look at that. Maybe uh, maybe you've got um, Hunter Henry on the waivers yeah, coming back. I mean, it's it stinks. We don't. Uh, we haven't heard exactly what the injury is yet. Is that correct? correct? Yeah, we're MRI today, but so the to, report from Jeremy Fowler was that it doesn't look good. Yeah, and this, I mean, at this point here, late December, if it is what we all assume it is of a ligament has been torn in his knee, I mean, mm -hmm. now, now the beginning of next year for Hawkinson will be up in the year two. Yeah, that sucks. Jordan Addison also left uh, early in the game, ankle injury. Not considered major. We'll find out more from the team this week. Trevor Lawrence left with a right shoulder injury. Uh, Ian Rappaport said following an MRI, it's not believed to be a major injury. All right. Lawrence has been beaten up. I yes. mean, just uh, from concussion to uh, ankle to now uh, shoulder. So, DJ Moore. <laughs> I feel bad for DJ Moore because I think he suffered from being on Josh's team. Yeah. Right. Yep. He exited early with an ankle injury. He returned. He played a bunch of snaps, didn't do anything. Cole Komet was on fire in that game. 
but then left with a knee injury as well. Um, Dontavian Wicks ruled out before halftime, chest yeah. injury. Uh, Jaden Reed didn't play in this game for the Packers. They are just running out of wide receivers right now. And then Brock Purdy left Monday night's game with a stinger, did not return. Uh, he was medically cleared. Uh, I guess they just, you know, Darnold had led a touchdown drive and they just let him finish the game out. It was a low odds comeback. Anyways, Brock Purdy, we'll talk about him shortly. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll put press pause there, but um, hopefully he didn't start him. Let's just put it yeah, that way. I mean, I'm sure well, a lot of yeah. people did. <laughs> well, is, Baltimore is, matchup might have put some people off of it. Yeah, but it's just more of a hopefully it didn't destroy your week. Which my I know it seen, did. I've seen many tweets my of sister, it did. My sister was in an impossible to win semifinal matchup. The only way to win, she won by less than a point facing Brock Purdy. It took four interceptions and and him leaving the game. She had got it had gotten down to one point. He's out with injury, doesn't come back in. She wins by less than a point. So she needed Brock Purdy to score fewer than three yes. points. Yes. And she got it. And she got it. <laughs> against mean, an it arch was, rival. I mean, that was a like there there will be people who rage quit fantasy football because of that. It was bad. And I don't blame you. Yeah, and I mean, not all four of them were Purdy's, I would say, like, his fault necessarily, but some were. Uh, that was today's news and notes presented by USAA Insurance. Learn more at usaa.com slash insurance. This week's Fantasy Stud Muffins. All right, we'll have an abridged studs and duds on today's show. Just uh, some shout-outs for, well, really, the starts of the week. I mean, yeah. Joe Flacco, hey. 368 and 3. They had to bring him back in the game because they took they pulled the, all the starters. Yep. Pulled all the starters at the top of the fourth quarter. They weren't even going to play it down, and then Houston scores twice, and they had to put them all back in. But Joe Flacco, quarterback one, um, since joining the team, he has got them rolling. Amari Cooper since week 10, number one in the NFL in yardage at the wide receiver position. Joe Flacco, three straight top 10 weeks. And, um, you know, if you are in the mire choosing quarterbacks, it's hard to go away from him. But this I is a tough matchup against the Jets. That being said, I mean, the Jets almost blew this game to Jacoby Brissett leading the team down the field. I'd, I'd, someone tell me how to feel about this Flacco matchup on I, Thursday. I would not be playing Joe Flacco on Thursday. I think yeah. that Flacco has – Even he, at home. Even at home against the Jets. Flacco has been great. He's been allowed to throw the ball so much. He's been hyper-targeting Cooper. All, they can't run. They really can't. All things that are great, and he's going to need to do that again. But the pass rush and the cornerbacks, I, I think – I think this week Flacco will be exposed and, you know, it'll be a a, a good week so for Deshaun Watson. The This is, uh, yeah, the data says you're right. If you go to the StreamFinder tool on our website and you look up matchups for quarterbacks, the Jets are the worst matchup by so much. They haven't, they haven't given up any games above expectation to the quarterback position since week five. Oh, they're 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 brutal, and it's and not just killing. Them. It's not just that they, um, they're they're holding their opponent to their average, or that they're making their opponent score a point below their average. They're shutting whoever they play, which down. goes for wide receivers as well. I mean, they are number one against wide receivers in that stretch, 
minus 18 points against expectation, minus 28 points against expectation. Yeah. They're they're basically making – I mean, is there a there's, world there's where you no bench way. Amari Cooper after a 50-point game, <laughs> I don't basically? Think so. I, I, I think he could still PPR his way to a relevant floor, but, I mean, it, it would always matter who you have that you could pivot to, but the Jets are a – an absolute brutal, brutal matchup for wide receiver for the passing game. Cleveland is favored by seven and a half right now. Wow, thirty-six point over under the <clears throat> Flacco. That's that's a different conversation. But like for Amari Cooper, it the fact that Flacco is, and the the team they're just they're challenging downfield so so much. It just takes one of those where a defender happens to have a misstep. Like the Jets have to play perfect, which they could. But if I have Amari Cooper as of right now, I'm still going to play him. Baker Mayfield, Justin Fields, Jordan Love. More studs at the quarterback position. Yeah, You know, Justin Fields, it could have been better if he had a healthy DJ Moore, but he still had a really, really good game. I mean, he had 97 rushing yards, which I believe was his second highest total of the year. He scored on the ground. He scored through the air. They won the game, which is their – He's QB4. Yeah, I mean, that that's a big week. And then Baker, once again, getting it done. They talked about the team wanting to bring him back. Um, pretty good game for Baker if you were uh, in a pinch. Jordan Love as well. I think Baker's like, well, what, uh, what's, uh, what are you guys doing with Mike Evans? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not coming back if you don't bring Mike Evans back. Oh, yes, he would. <laughs> uh, he would, but it, it will not be good. No, no, it would not. Running back studs, Brees Hall. Hey, there he is. Yeah. Big there game for Brees is. Hall yeah. against Washington. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Dude, my... Are you speaking to Brees Hall and Bijan? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, really could have used you last week. Uh, didn't need these amazingly great performances. Good job, though, fellas. I, I'm a big fan of your Anybody work. Anybody make it through to enjoy these? Uh, yeah, so actually, I <laughs> 16 targets. One of the leagues that I just don't care about. I am in the championship. And in that league, too, I have both guys. So three different leagues, I have Bijan and Brees, and uh, we did we did get through in, in one of the three. Jameer Gibbs, two more touchdowns. Jameer Gibbs is the running back three since week seven. So um, I know David Montgomery went out in, like, the second quarter in this yeah, game. Yeah, he did. And uh, so Jameer Gibbs got pretty much all the work from then on out. Um, I'm not sure exactly what what was the injury. I don't know. It was. I feel like they didn't even talk about it. He just. It was all Gibbs. And you, after a while, you go. Wait, wait, hold on. Where's Stephen Montgomery? Since Gibbs came back from his injury, so the last nine games played, he has nine touchdowns in that span. So, uh, 17 touchdown pace, 1300 yards on the ground, uh, 70 reception pace. Like he has been a machine. And I know, I know how bumpy it was at the beginning of the year and the fear and the endorsement that we had for him. And, you know, to start the year, when you look at it now, it really wasn't that bad. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, it, it's like running back 36, 24, 23, 29 yeah, before but, the onset, but it wasn't this. And that's what you hoped for. Every week is an eternity. In fantasy it, football. Man, it, it's just a reminder. It is every year. The first three or four weeks, the impression the weight of the off season upon yep. your back, and if something doesn't pan out, yeah. You, you but this is like arguably it. the best. I mean, outside of CMC, you know, and a small group of running backs, he's been the best running back well, in football. I, I think a lot of people probably had the opportunity to trade for him. I mean, it was week seven before he scored ten fantasy points. Yeah, um, 
and this, so we, if you drafted him, you felt like it was it was it was yeah uh, an L. But goodness gracious, he was. I mean, he is a, a revelation since then. Where if you drafted him and stuck through, he got you to the playoffs. He's gonna help get you a championship. And if David Montgomery can't play, which uh, Kyle saying David Montgomery was possibly a concussion is is the whispers. Yeah. So that I mean, it's weird winner. that he came back in that game then. Did he come back in? I thought he came back in the game. I don't. I, I don't, don't remember. That's that. what somebody reported to me, but I didn't see it with my own eyes. So mm. you guys can double check it. Kyle, are you there? Do you know if he came back in for any snaps? I'll look it up. Yeah, take a look at that play log in the fourth quarter just in case. I'd like to know because if, if he came back in, you'd imagine they cleared him from the concussion. Correct. James Conner just keeps getting it done. James Conner, it doesn't matter the matchup. Chicago's a terrible matchup. San Francisco's a terrible matchup. They finally threw to him. Yeah. I mean, he had 5 for 67 and a touchdown. He was 12 for 45 on the ground. Guess what next week is? Terrible matchup against Philadelphia. But he's had three consecutive weeks where James Conner is doing James Conner stuff, and this team, they don't have weapons. Like, three straight top 12 weeks, two out of three of those top five. I mean, are you Yeah, you're Are you him. just trusting James Conner at this point? I, I, I can definitely trust him with the receiving work added in. I mean, it, he was hard to trust. Coming into this week, I know I I was Singletary over Connor um, because they weren't involving him in Which the passing. Which is what I game. did. I played Singletary over Connor. He still won. Uh, so, but um, if they're going to target him, and I don't know if this was just because of the injuries to the wide receiver core, you know, not having Hollywood, maybe they they were they were forced to it, and so we'll have to see if Hollywood is active this next week. But he has never this whole stretch, even when he wasn't great for fantasy and his utilization wasn't perfect. He's never once looked bad. He breaks tackles. He's, he's 4.9 a carry this year. He's been awesome. 4.9 on the Car Cardinals offensive line, in case you're curious. It's not good. And they've got injuries up front. And yeah, but it still, is bad. <laughs> but it is bad. So James Conner is just like, uh, he's he's entering the category of just like, whatever the matchup yep. is, just play him. Zeke, start oh. of the week by Mike, 11 targets, 9 yeah. catches. Hopefully you have PPR out there. Uh, Derek Henry. <laughs> Derrick Henry, you guys said you expected the bounce back. He gets to re he has to yeah, play Houston now, next but week. But now what? Who Houston shut him down two weeks ago. Yeah, you play him. Games in Houston. Yeah, you got to play him. But uh, the fact that there's more than one outcome now for Henry is scary. But Bijan, Jason started the week as well. Twelve for seventy-two on the ground, ten targets, seven for fifty. Uh, Aaron Jones. I was very very excited about Aaron Jones this week. He ended up with one hundred and twenty-seven on the ground. The more wide receivers they lose, he looked healthy too. That was the other part is he actually looked like himself. Wide receiver studs. Oh, baby. The oh, baby. wide receiver one. Is this the biggest performance of the year probably? Uh, yes. Yeah. I mean, DJ Moore was close. Let me go look what he DJ had Moore had three, huh? Three touchdowns? Let me see. The Amari did have a two-point conversion, two touchdowns, 265 yards, and 11 yeah, catches. Yeah, DJ Moore was eight for 230 and three. He had 45 points. Yeah, 45 we have him down half as, PPR? We have yeah. him down as 46 here in half PPR. Really? He, yeah, because he oh, had the two-point conversion. Okay. Oh, so this okay, is the, the number two. one, yeah. the number one I think performance. So. And I, just being honest with you, I welcomed it. I really did. <laughs> I received it all with love and affection. It was the greatest Christmas gift I've ever received. A lump he, has, for Josh. he has a 200-yard game now with three different teams, Oakland, Dallas, and I Cleveland. believe he has the most. Could you imagine Dallas right now with Amari, with Amari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb? <laughs> <laughs> Dummies.
George Pickens uh, went magma four for one ninety five and two. Yeah, what? <laughs> we had we had a team that got in one of our leagues that got eliminated last week. Starting two wide receivers was Amari Cooper and George Pickens. Oh, can you yeah. imagine facing two two hundred <laughs> yard and two touchdown receivers? And um, Mike Evans, boys, yeah, seven wow. for eighty six and two more. He's the wide receiver three. He's he's maybe the best pick in all of fantasy football this year. I mean, if you grabbed Mike Evans, where Man, are you were getting him? It's like him? it's him and Rashad White. Yeah, ironic. Yeah, 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 it is. I mean, those guys just Evans has thirteen touchdowns, and there's time left, and they're fighting for playoffs. So, Calvin Ridley negative points in the first half <laughs> ends up six for ninety and two, almost Dude, knocked me out of the playoffs. This guy, and I uh, did what? one of them was with C.J. Beathard. He had negative points. Yeah. He does all of his work in a half. He did it in the first half of that first week. Uh, he did it in the second half of this last week. He just likes to save up his gas tank and I explode. Guess. And uh, who else? T. Higgins? Yeah, baby. Five for 140. Mike started the week. And then DJ Chart got it done with two touchdowns for the Panthers. Who Look, they could have won that game. They could have won that game. They could not. Spike the Spike ball. Spike the ball in time. Yeah. Um, and then tight ends, not a big list, but David Njoku and Evan Ingram. Both starts of the week, got it done, 6 or 44 and a touchdown for Njoku. If you want someone that you can count on on Thursday, that's the name. Yes, yes. It, the Jets it, are bad against tight ends. The I, I did uh, think about that earlier when I said really all the passing game against the Jets is bad. It's really not true. The, the middle of the field, the tight end is uh, where they allow passes to go so uh Najoku should be absolutely fine this week in fact he's he's probably a, a, a great play Ingram was 10 for 95 they they have lost a lot of wide receivers there and uh you know Carolina next week he's had a great year Evan Ingram's had a consistent year he didn't um I'm curious what his highest he's probably had a yeah he's had a number one finish so the first eight weeks of the season for Evan Ingram it was just kind of like Slow and steady, and you there forget was no about touchdowns. Him. Yeah, no, no touchdowns. Never finished uh, inside the top six. But then the last four weeks, I mean, he's doing what he did last year. Yeah, I mean, the last five games, he'd be on pace for ten touchdowns and eleven hundred yards. Who are the top tight ends over the last five weeks? Can you look that up? Yep, in points per game, I'd be curious. I mean, we just we're losing Hawkinson now. Kelsey has been on a tailspin, and you know what? I I don't know how much of it. I mean, Kelsey's getting older. He's had some drops. He's getting frustrated, right? Like, yeah. There are players like Metcalf and Kelsey. Like, you get them rolling the wrong direction, you make a mistake. There, there was a like a little spat on the sideline of the Kansas City game. Of I'm trying to remember exactly what happened, but almost like Kelsey didn't grab his helmet, and Reed got mad at him, and then like Mahomes. I mean, you know, like a, a competitive yeah, like they're what not are you, used to this. like what are you doing, man? Like, let's go, let's go try and win this game and stop being a crybaby about it. So it's it has been a rough stretch for Kelsey. Most yeah. losses ever by Mahomes in a season. Yeah, and and uh, honestly, Mahomes looked terrible. Uh, it like he, you know, people have bad games. He had one. yeah. Um, top five uh, over the last five weeks at the tight end position in points per game. Sam Laporta's number one, David Njoku's number two, Evan Ingram number three, Trey McBride number four, and number five Isaiah Likely. Okay, there you go. Travis Kelsey is six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah. He's ninth. Yeah. And they'll have a big game next week, Cincinnati. 
Uh, Dalton Schultz, 8 for 61. We'll see if Houston gets back C.J. Stroud next week. Let's take a break and talk about them duds. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Hey, Foot Clan, a lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more of that precious time. The question is, time for what? What would you do? Maybe more fantasy football? I don't know. If time was unlimited, how would you use it? Um, what would be the first thing you turn to if you had that extra hour? Uh, I think for me, I would often say maybe I'd finally read that book I wanted to read. Maybe it's uh, being there for a friendship that you haven't been able to be there for. And the best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's actually important to you so that you can make those things a priority and therapy can help you figure that out. A therapist can guide you through the process of defining your values and understanding your priorities. And then you know what things you can spend time on and what will really fulfill you. Otherwise, you will be left wishing, like all of us, that we have more time. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. BetterHelp offers convenient, affordable online therapy that comes to you. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn how to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com footballers today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash footballers. This segment's always kind of difficult this time of year because it's like, did you survive? Right. <laughs> did you make yeah. it through with a dud or not? Because some of these guys, it, you probably didn't. Pooped in his big boy pants. By the way, I, I, in case anybody's curious and you needed to reference the score of me and Josh's match. Oh, did, what was it? It is up on the screen. Did we got it? Yeah, okay. it was 157.62 to 119.38. Okay, that's a beatdown. Yeah, that was a lot. I almost didn't need Amari Cooper, but um, Mike, you were reacting. Uh, it's the the poopiest pants. This, Purdy. Yeah, dirty. <laughs> yes, I mean these. This is the worst performance at the worst possible time. I mean, he may. All, all Brock Purdy had to do was play well the rest of the season, and he would have won the league MVP. I mm -hmm. believe that. Yeah. Not anymore. Nope. Hope you no, didn't. that's gone. Hope you didn't bet him because <laughs> he's not winning MVP when pretty much on the brightest stage, yeah. the brightest lights, the biggest game of the season, a a true Super Bowl. You know, th these were the yeah. odds on favorite teams from Still each conference be. to make the Super Bowl. Uh, you're not winning the MVP after that performance. Yeah. Four picks. Got injured. Could have thrown they more, you know? They they, left cru the game. they cruised to start this game. They had like 150 yards in the first, you know, two or three drives, and they they ended up with three points. I mean, he threw a red zone interception, which was just pretty inexcusable. It was bad. Now Lamar Jackson, the favorite, running back, duds, and there are some conversations to be had. I mean, Travis Etienne. I mean, <laughs> Jason kind of had a moment this past week where he was just discussing the inefficiency of Travis Etienne. It doesn't get more inefficient than six for twelve. That's at least dud, it's easy math. Dud of the year. I mean, um, thank you. Yes, that would be two a carry. Uh, and then Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard is getting most of the blame for the D Dallas Cowboys defeat because he managed to not. If you watch the replay, he managed to not get into the end zone on a toss play where he could have run directly to the pylon and been in. And he decides to cut it back upfield, get stuffed somehow which seemed impossible, and, and, then, they, and then they fumbled the next play. 
disrupting a long drive to start the game. But he has been, you know, we've had a, a long history of Pollard being great. And then you had Ezekiel Elliott and Zeke's the goal linebacker. And we all resent it. And we're all upset about it because we want Pollard to get everything. And Pollard's been a horrible goal linebacker. Oh, so inefficient. Well, he wasn't the one who fumbled, right? No. Wasn't that the he was fullback? the one who didn't score yeah. on the easiest touchdown of his life and I decided to cut it back. won't argue with that, but it's funny. Like, well, he didn't get it. They had another play, and then that guy fumbled, but it's Tony's fault. Yeah, I, mean, I think everybody just looks at it like, hey, you didn't need to have that second play. Like, that play shouldn't have existed. Sure. Right? On the course of the year – Okay, I mean, here, here, here's all you need to say. 15 attempts inside the five. How many touchdowns on 15 attempts? Yeah, that, that number should be like eight, nine, ten. Uh, that's, that's high. I mean, seven. You, seven. Five. Would you be happy with two? No, I'd be happy with seven. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, two touchdowns on – Tony Pollard, on that level of work inside the five, we should be talking about his season – as a top team, not the not the running back fourteen, but the running back five. Yeah, and now he plays Detroit, and he was franchised. Yeah. So, the, will the running back situation look the same in Dallas next year? Uh, he's going to be more affordable. <laughs> That's for sure. His his market is not has not grown this season. So this was interesting too, and it, and it's going to factor into you know a, a Baltimore matchup in Baltimore next week. The running backs for the Dolphins. Moster got banged up, but it wasn't like it wasn't as bad as it looked. No, and it looked bad. And he came back in the game, scored. But Jeff Wilson had a bunch of work late in the game. But Dev, Devon Achan, seven for twenty four, hasn't had an explosive play in a little while. And then, like, he had an opportunity in this game to do a lot more against a team that just gave up one hundred seventy eight yards to James Cook. Achan's trust level going into Baltimore next week it cannot be. One hundred percent. No, I trust. But he's a he's a boom bust type of back, a low volume, high uh, ability of explosiveness, like Brees Hall. Brees Hall's similar. Like you just need one of those plays to at least Brees gets all the all the snaps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, last... his, his opportunity is much higher. But I'm just talking about like you can have a player where you just see him stuffed so much. So ineffective. So and then boom, he's For like, sure. "Oh, there's the 80 yards that won me my week." And so I, I don't see how you bench a Chan. I but certainly, yeah, I think he's about. Not, I mean, James Conner versus a Chan is a discussion. Oh, that would be that would be very. I would not want to have those two players unless I had two spots on my <laughs> roster to put them. I mean, just to just to bring it up. I mean, I know a Chan. Like you can't do what he did during the three games. No. The three games he scored five times. He was number one, number four, number four. But then the five games since he's come back, uh, he got hurt. Then he had a big game, number four. And the last three weeks have been, you know, not up to his previous numbers. So, and there were good matchups for him. That's the problem. Like, Tennessee had slowed down against the run. The Jets and Dallas had been beat against the run. And these last three weeks have been tough. So, I, I think he's a tougher decision this week, and we'll get into it. Um, it's going to be based on the players you have. Like, I don't know, Mike. Clyde Edwards Alaire. <laughs> or HN? I think you play HN, right? I don't know. I don't know. Clyde, if Clyde is by himself. Mike, wouldn't it be? Hold, let's take a pause. Mike and the, I are facing off in the Dynasty League. I Look, I know where we're going here. Mike and I played in year two of our Dynasty League. This is like year eight, I think. 
I won that year in the championship. Mike then invested uh, a couple years later in a little guy named Clyde Edwards Delaire. Yeah. After yeah. Yeah. Loved Jonathan Taylor was Jonathan Taylor was uh, Jason and I were so infatuated with Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, you guys were like writing him notes and stuff. Oh, I love Loved Jonathan Taylor. And then the stupid Kansas City Chiefs select Clyde Edwards Alaire, which turned the entire rookie draft uh, on its head for I'm, I'll I don't have the data I'll say the majority of leagues because that offense a pass catcher for Mahomes all the narratives of they asked Mahomes who do you want on the team and he said Clyde and it was like I mean well, Kareem, of Kareem Hunt was a, was a league winner yes. for people when he was with so I I want to beat you obviously I'd yeah. like to win the championship but the most I mean a poetic ending would be Mike <laughs> the fantasy hitman on the back. Of Clyde. the Muscle Hamster yeah. 2.0, it would yeah. be amazing. No, it, would be, I, it would be so if I, if I funny. Just win the win the dynasty championship, and then I'll and then cut him. Yeah, I'll cut him in the oh, offseason. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> thank you for your oh. thank you for your victory. I mean, he does win. Thanks for ruining my life for so many years. I mean, he was like a bomb placed on your team to blow it to smithereens. Uh, more duds though. I mean, Kenneth yeah. Walker could not get it done this no, week. No, he could not. Charbonnet was a non-factor. Joe Mixon, Devin yeah. Singletary. Singletary was a victim of a really bad game script. Yeah, it, right off the bat, early in that game, Singletary great. was great. great. I mean, when the when the score was close, it was like they were giving him the ball, and he was super efficient. Oh, yeah, he's been all year. Nine for 44, three for 19. He had a 45-yard run, and a, like a 45-yard reception, and a long run, both called back on holding penalties. Yeah, it was it was an unfortunate uh, turnabout, but I – I would keep sticking with him personally. If you like Connor. <laughs> oh, that's gonna be Oh, that's gonna be fun. You get to do it again. Yeah. With with everything on the line. Yeah. Ty Chandler. Yeah. Um he, he, he scored. scored, but goodness, this is a bad game. Thank he, goodness. He scored, but he had it was very strange. Because he had no targets, and this was a team that needed to throw a bunch, and they got next to the goal line of a good amount, and then they kept throwing. It was oh, when you got Nick Mullins, yeah, you gotta, yeah. You gotta air and it out. You point out your score there, so it was, and then we'll see what happened. I mean, that Madison played; he got two snaps. He had negative one rushing yard. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the Green Bay next week. It was hopeful that the volume could overcome the matchup, but it didn't work this week. So, but next week against Green Bay, as long as you get the the full green lights it seems like from the coaching staff, then Chandler is back in the RB2 mix. Yeah, I, I think he will be, and, and we'll have to wait and see if Addison's back. We know Hawkinson's not going to be right. there, so they're they're going to need whatever weapons they have, and that's, you know, Ty Chandler is a weapon. If you survived with this next guy, oh congratulations, because he's the wide receiver 55. What is happening? The wide receiver 55 <laughs> since week 10, Stephon Diggs, the invisibility cloak, has not been removed. He's had one finish inside the top 45. He's he, averaging 7.1 fantasy points per game. So and, he, he has a spike week against Philadelphia where he sort, scored 16 points, and you thought, okay, we're back, no problem. But weeks 10 through 16, you have that one spike week, and then the other ones, I mean, he's under five Five for 29. Three of them, he's never finished above seven points. Someone out there, and I can speak to this, the, 
I traded at once upon a time for Greg Olson. I had a team that was on the way to the championship, and I, I, I gave it my all. I traded my future because he was on a tear. Right in the middle of the season, I traded for Greg Olson to put me over the top. And at that point, from that point, the rest of the season, he was the worst player imaginable. He, that, that you couldn't that bench. That I couldn't bench. And someone out there traded after week nine for Stephon Diggs to yeah. put them over the top. I traded him in our league of record, man. Oh my goodness. I, I passed on him. Yeah. That's right. That was that time. Oh my yeah. word. Everyone People the, wanted Stephon everyone Diggs. Everyone in the league thought that I was going to trade for him because I had all the draft capital, and I just something in my soul said, Don't do it. Wow. And I have been bailed out. Yeah. I high point traded Stephon Diggs. <laughs> I mean, Somehow. I still think at this point you're looking at it and you're going, how do you not play him at home against New England? And oh, it's you're like, going to. Yeah, you should. Just like the Greg Olson. I mean, Jason ended up naming one of our two bathrooms at the studio after Greg Olson. <laughs> the, the one in this room is Greg Olson. Um, because of what happened. DeAndre Hopkins, Deontay Johnson, and Drake London. Yeah. Um, second straight dud for London. Wait, we, well, we just need to be used to this. This is just – It's what happens. As long as – and we got word that Arthur Smith's probably going to – I mean – there's a chance he's going to be back here, right? They won the yeah, game. Yeah, if he had lost this They play week. Chicago, New Orleans. There's a good chance Arthur Smith's back. And if he's back, you're always going to know that he could decide to remove some of your hope any given week. Yeah, and and you got to add in the quarterback. I mean, you just don't have a quarterback good enough to be consistent, confident yeah. in unless you've got a great matchup. I mean, you know, when, when he was playing against Tampa Bay, when Mike and I were yeah. really excited, it's like that's, this matchup is so good anyone could succeed in the in the passing game. He doesn't have any of those matchups left this season. So Drake London is someone you're not going to want to play. Well, if you went into your semifinal matchup with Laporta or McBride, mm. you were left wanting. Yep. Laporta, three for 18. Uh, the matchup, it was a tough one. And then Trey McBride, this was the bigger disappointment because you had no uh, – you didn't have Hollywood Brown, and you end up six for 31, it just was not the kind of week that you hoped for. Yeah, I mean, hopefully you're in a full PPR league if you've got McBride. Six receptions is at least a baseline where he didn't crush you, but certainly disappointing. Uh, matchup Extreme against Philly man. this next week is good. You're going to play him. Yeah, you're going to play that one, and you're going to play Laporta against Dallas uh, as well. So, yeah, Dalton Kincaid, we've moved on. Hopefully, man. I mean, we had said we wouldn't play him, but the involvement – is not there. Well, it's, I mean, Stephon Diggs, Dalton Kincaid, they all disappointed because they were in the shadow of Gabe the Babe. <laughs> yeah. Who? Oh, man. He a showed legend. up. Legend. <laughs> like, true, truly a legendary season for Gabe Davis. Of it, You flip the coin. You get zero or you get a weak I mean, winning performance. Can, can we just tell the truth? Like, he – it's <laughs> – People should be deciding. It's like he's Darius Slayton, guys. <laughs> he He's Darius Slayton. If he catches a long touchdown, you're like, that guy's great. And that's it. How, that's the whole story. How in the world did we not know that this one would be a good one? He is Mr. Christmas. All of his games are red and green. You oh! know what I mean? Like, he's either. Ah, we missed nice. that. Yeah, nice. I mean, our analysis let you down. Sorry, everybody. Yeah, Christmas light analysis we were weak on this year. Uh, by the way, Don Kincaid snaps, in case you're curious, 49%, 42%. Uh, don't play him. What are they doing? Uh, Winning? Yeah, barely. Yeah, I, I mean, guess. they barely won that ball game. 
They should have lost it. That was the Charger flop. So they look weird. I mean, the Chiefs and the Bills look weird on offense right now. Think about it. Diggs, Kelsey. Yes. Like, these are fundamental staples for your roster. At least Josh Allen runs the ball. So uh, we've got a waiver wire for you as well. Put me in, coach. Uh, this just in, all of Josh's players available on the waiver wire. All of them have been, they've been let go. All right. Uh, all right, Mike, take it away. I mean, it's, the waiver wire is tough for this week because this is literally you're picking them up to play them or to block your opponent from playing them. And I don't see a world where Clyde Edwards-Alaire is not the number one pickup. It is. I was so happy to will, see he's not available in our league. It will be. Yeah, it, I don't want my opponent to pick him up. It, yes, that's it's. Thank it's you the, for rostering him everywhere, Mike. You're that's welcome. what I'm saying. It's the weirdest thing because you will playing Clyde in a championship weekend feels about the sketchiest thing you can possibly do. But the process of and this is all assuming that Pacheco doesn't clear the concussion protocol, which I we all imagine it will be tough. It's not impossible, but will be tough for him to be back. But it's Clyde. Against the Cincinnati Bengals, this the Bengals who, if you remember, just a couple weeks ago when Ty Chandler was the hero of the moment, it's because he part of part of that is because he played against the Bengals. So you, I mean, if you need a running back help or your opponent needs running back help, this this is who I'm targeting. Yeah, yeah, the Bengals. Uh, I mean, they gave up 21 points to the Najee Warren combo. They gave up 23 points to Chandler the week before. Yeah. Uh, they gave up big games to Baltimore and Houston and Pittsburgh and uh, twice and Jacksonville. So they've pretty much given up like high double digits yeah, every I week. Mean, it's, and it's a great matchup. He'll be all alone. The touchdown opportunities should be there. So they gave up thirty four points to Pittsburgh, man. Yeah, I, I would, I would absolutely. And they're going to Arrowhead. The game's in Arrowhead. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Clyde, Clyde's a great. It's going to be a get right game for them, isn't it? And he's the Could only. Facing oh, yeah, every chief, every chief under the sun. Uh, he's the only reliable. Now, granted, Pacheco could still clear protocol. Yeah, it's could. not. A, it's not a guarantee. You've really got three players out here because you're just talking about who can you pick up and start realistically, reliably, confidently. Um, the player that's out there that I would pick up and start in a heartbeat, if the starter is injured is Zamir White. Yeah, I, yeah, I know yeah. I know yes. Josh Jacobs was, Yeah, they're committed to the run. Yeah, oh, they yeah, are they committed are. to yeah. the run. And you saw it. You saw like won. the cliche the, the the cliche ending of like you wear down a defense. Like it was like the Chiefs at the very end of that game their defense just finally broke cuz their defense was good and they just kept running the ball, kept running the ball, kept running the ball and then it was like Oh, they they just they were done, and at the end, then it was everything was a chunk run from Zamir White, um, and and that's what they want to do. So, Josh Jacobs was you know talked about as like a true game time decision. So I think right now you kind of expect him to be back this week, but he didn't practice all week, and this is a team that you know is still in the playoff mix, and so you might want him to be healthy before you bring him back. I I would love to play Zamir. If Jacobs is out Dude, this week, Aiden O'Connell. Oh yeah, Aiden O'Connell. All of his passing yardage was in the first quarter. Did he not complete? He did not. Another... I'm, I'm going through it because I know in the for sure in the second and third he did not complete a pass. 
and I'm going play by play trying to see if anything happened. Well, yeah, I mean, Kyle's saying it's correct. He didn't complete a pass in the second, third, or fourth quarter, and you beat the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is an offense that if they that's, are – That's like an immediate you, – you're, you're no longer the interim head coach. You're just you, – you won the job. Congratulations. Zero passing. You yes. had no quarterback production, and we won. I mean, it, it, <laughs> we didn't talk about it on the duds. We we should have. I mean, Devontae Adams had one yeah. catch for four yards. Yeah, because there was no, there was no yardage passing. to go around. Uh, yeah, he what? he won the game in Arrowhead. In Arrowhead, he did not throw for seventy yards. Not one seventy. He did not. He total full game sixty two passing that yards. That is unbelievable for the offense. This is a team that wants to run the ball. So, yeah, Zamir White, and then uh, we saw Deontay Foreman get ruled out uh, suddenly. It was it, it for it was listed as personal reasons, so we have no clue what's going on there. But if he is out again, Khalil Herbert will be – he'll be the primary running back. No, thank you. That's what we learned this past no, week. No, thank you. Yeah, I – It's Atlanta. Atlanta's it. brutal against the run. Yeah. Uh, Chris Rodriguez went out due to injury, so I'm not going to really mention him. But Justice okay. Hill – Justice Hill gets a ton of opportunity with Baltimore, and so it's worth mentioning the fact that he will be on the field. Yeah, he's been on the field a lot. I mean, he's he's played a lot of snaps to – let me just read his total fantasy production. Seven it's, points this last week, great. Good. Two the week before, two the week before, three the week before, one the week before, one the week before. Four. These are not fantasy finishes. That's total fantasy points. You, He's on the field, but it's irrelevant. I don't think you could play him. He is the uh, running back equivalent of Elijah Moore. Elijah Moore has so many targets, yeah, so many snaps, and so much nothing. And you can't blame the quarterback. No. <laughs> Flacco was no. – oh, man, Amari Cooper's good. He's he's a good wide receiver. Well, he's always made those, like, incredible catches that your your eyes are like, what? How? He just doesn't have a quarterback. This is why quarterbacks matter, man. Also, the Jets, man. Yeah. Garrett Wilson could have been a ridiculous superstar this year if you just picked up Flacco, who was already in your system, who you already had, you know, familiarity with. Yeah. What is so then, wrong with them? If Chris Rodriguez is hurt and if Brian Robinson is hurt still, Antonio Gibson will at least get volume. Yep. It'll be San Francisco. The wide receiver room or the wide receiver waiver wire, rather. Uh, Demarcus Robinson, 14% rostered, keeps getting it done. Demario Douglas had a nice game, 5 for 74. The Dortch, Greg Dortch um, for Arizona, scored a touchdown. And then you had uh, seven targets for Wandale. You also had a big game from, like, if you look at the snap counts for Darius Slayton, there's a reason why, like, I was, I was microscopically close to playing him over Adam Thielen in our Dynasty League. Um he had another huge touchdown. He's playing all the time. And Tyrod Taylor yeah, he's back. is back. Like This is good for Saquon for next week. It is good for uh, your dart throws at wide receiver. Um, I, I'll mention him in the same breath as Wandale. Like I'd, I'd rather have Slayton because if you have a good offensive play for Wandale, it's eight yards. Right. If you have a good offensive play for Slayton, it's always a touchdown. That's fair. Both guys' floors are irrelevant. They're Yeah, you could be zero. Yeah. Uh, K.J. Osborne, Minnesota Vikings wide receiver. He went ham with 5 for 95 and a touchdown against Detroit. He 
It's not someone I love counting on, but if Addison is yeah. out, yeah, yeah. He's, he's the pickup, and they're playing the Packers. Yeah, I, I, my top two. I mean, do you? I think Demarcus Robinson's a great pickup, or he's worth picking worth, up. worth picking up and playing. Uh, Douglas against Buffalo and Osborne. So, how do you have those three ranks, Jason? I, I would have Osborne first at the top. Okay, um, and then and then Demarcus. Yeah, DeMarcus has a nice Giants matchup, too, so that's worth looking at. And Demario Douglas, uh, it's tough because that team, you just never know who's healthy on a weekly basis. Parker, Juju, is he back? But Douglas right. is a, a player you could throw into your lineup if you needed to. I don't think he's really had a game above double digits, like like 10 points. No, he's been a very good for a rookie wide receiver for New England. Yeah, the like best ever. Like, if that is the did bar. Yeah, I did. It's, yeah, he's it's the best so ever. Um. There you go. And then and then Tyler Boyd this past week got it done with no Jamar Chase, and that could be the case again. Like when I say got it done, I mean it was like eight points. Yeah. But, you but, know, they play Kansas City. You figure T. Higgins is going to get the Sneed treatment. I mean, Sneed followed Adams around this past week, yeah. mm -hmm. and Adams did nothing. Higgins gets Sneed. I mean, Tyler Boyd. Yeah, it's not a bad call. I think that that one might be your sneakiest pickup if he's available. He's not. It's 55% of leagues he's rostered. but Yeah, him and <laughs> – Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, where are you guys with Romeo Dobbs if he happened to be out there on your waiver? Because the data we're seeing, Yahoo's 57% rostered. I, I just like those other guys more. Okay. Yeah, we we don't know right now, Jaden Reed, whether he'll be back or next week or Dontavian. not. And, and uh, Minnesota Minnesota's might, defense. Yeah, they might is, have their way. Is really good. Tight ends. Who are you, uh, who are you willing to start? I mean the or pick up and basically make that emergency play over some like maybe you were counting on Kincaid and you made it through maybe right. you were counting on somebody it else is, uh, like Hawkinson make sure that Isaiah Likely is not there there's a small chance and then I think of the remaining guys I would go Tucker Craft uh, Green Bay Packers rookie against Minnesota you could look to Gerald Everett Gerald Everett would against be my the Giants you go him over Tucker Craft. he 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 doesn't play the Giants I see that in this but. Uh, Oh, he I'm plays sorry. against the Denver Broncos, Denver Broncos, and so you know I've been targeting. I'm taking Chigakonkwo as, sure, as yeah, my favorite he's, pickup. He, he's uh, six for six targets in this past game with Tannehill scored, and uh, was the number two tight end on the week. What if it's Levis? Which it could be. Uh, I'm still okay with Okonkwo. Okay. Yeah. I mean, was... we're not we're not happy here, people. <laughs> we're not we're not thrilled. <laughs> was the mean Everett seven for forty two? Chig was six for sixty three. I mean. Yeah, I think, I'm, I think I'm just going to choose the matchup. <laughs> you know, for me, it's uh, uh, target the teams you've been targeting. You know, Isn't Houston weak against the tight end position? Uh, Houston's an okay matchup, yeah. Yeah, so I think both of those are in play. Defenses this week? You could be like me and stash Cleveland. Sure. For Thursday? Because okay. I've been I, – I, I balled that from like week eight or something because yep. you want to play against them, but you probably can't pick them up. So when you need to pick someone up – the Rams are at the tippy top of the list. They play the Giants in New York. I uh, would, and the Bears. The Bears are at the top of the list too. I'd put the Jags at the top for me. I signed the Jags against Carolina. I signed the Jags last week to keep them away from our opponent in the championship because I was terrified that he'd pick them up. And he, they play Carolina. Josh Allen will wreck Bryce Young. Yeah, yeah. What you know? What this was the first week I saw a little bit of stuff from Bryce Young that I was like, yeah. I was like, that was yeah, okay. Yeah, yep. Still missed way too many open throws, but he was oh, – I mean, DJ Chark, Adam Thielen both had good games. Yeah, Thielen had like almost 100, right? Yeah. In, I mean – It's been a while. And they almost knocked off Green Bay. Uh, Green Bay 
will play Minnesota and Nick Mullins and he's a chucker. It's I mean <laughs> Nick Mullins. He's a wild man. This how, is the How are they allowing him to keep doing this? Listen, we can't <laughs> when when you see a backup quarterback come in and they're too conservative, we scream into the heavens. Yes. We're angry. It it takes away any potential for anybody. But then you you bring in Mullins and this guy has this, he's full degaff. This is the opposite end of the too. spectrum. I'm not, maybe, you maybe find a middle ground where you push the ball downfield. It's a real Goldilocks situation. Sometimes, yeah, you know that's all. I'm when saying. it's appropriate, I'm saying just when you're falling over, don't try to air yard at forty yards. I mean, he was good for Jefferson. He was good for Osborne. Jefferson I, was good for dude. Mullins. Yeah, two see, of those that, catches. That catch. I know interceptions are great for fantasy football. Yes, I mean, it's Nick Winston. Just, Nick Winston yes, here. Yes, exactly right. I love a quarterback that's going to throw me some I'm not, Yeah, I support fully what he's doing. I want. No, I don't want him to change at all. No. All right. But, in fact, I do want him to change, air it out a little bit more. <laughs> huh? Let's 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 push why the envelope. Be, why are you being so conservative here, Nick Mullins? That was only 20 yards. I mean, he's proven that if you just throw it up to Jefferson inaccurately, you're still going to get a, a reception. Yeah. Poor Jefferson's going to get himself killed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Denver plays the Chargers. That's a sneaky one as well, mostly rostered. The lowest rostered of all of those was the Rams against the Giants. The Rams had been a pretty good defense of late. So Jacksonville, Chicago, the Rams. There you go. Any Anybody else you want to add? No, that's a pretty good all summary. Full right. stream ahead. So Mullins would be my... My desperation right. stream. I if, if he's out there, he's got an elite weapon in the passing game. They are willing to chuck it. So I think Mullins would be my emergency start. Look, it wasn't great for us in DFS this week playing Mullins, but it was fine. No, it was. Yeah, it, was it fine. worked out just yeah. fine. It didn't look very good in the beginning. But, no, but yeah, I I like your guys' streamers a lot more than mine. So I'll, I wanted I'll, to throw it in there. I'll quick. bring mine up first and quickly because I came in this doc what I thought was so early to put mine in, and Mike, you had already got him in. Yeah. It's the clear streamer this week. It's who you want to play in your championship matchup. I'm going to take the quarterback on the other side of the ball, Baker Mayfield against New Orleans. He's the quarterback eleven on the season. Tampa Bay's last three weeks, 29, 34, 30 points scored. They're looking good. He well, he was the quarterback seven against. New Orleans in week four, so Baker is someone you could play. But if I had the choice, I'd play oh, man. this guy. <laughs> Send him in. <laughs> it is the ultimate process play for your championship weekend. It is Derek Carr against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We've had three passing touchdowns in, in the past two weeks. Send in the car. This Send is, in the car. This is not going to work. 7.9 not gonna work yards out. per attempt since week six. <laughs> it never works out. Since week six, Tampa 29th in schedule adjusted points to the quarterback. They're allowing the third highest yards per attempt in the NFL. It should. It That's should work. Saying. It should this, work. This, this it, it Much like Clyde Edwards-Alaire, this is the ultimate process says this should work. How will Kamara be? That's my question. Uh, he Hopefully better than last week. Yeah. Because that was brutal. I mean, it. If he's going to get it done, it's going to be through the air. Yeah, you're not. He, I mean, Kamara on the ground will not have a good game. Look, I acknowledge every external with Derek Carr. Yeah, he should be totally I, fine and great and I good. Remember how everything. great he was last week? <laughs> three touchdowns, three hundred nineteen yards. Oh yeah, the garbage time. <laughs> I was so. I, honestly, I thought he sucked, and in my head, I'm like, oh yeah. 
He was awesome. He was I awesome. was hesitant to, to even put his name in the doc. So having Jason saying, yeah, that's the way to go. It is. It helps. <sighs> I mean, really hope you don't have to do that. But honestly, if you're if you were rolling with the streamers already of, I don't know, you know, trying to time up Browning, Joe Flacco, both Browning and Flacco have really bad matchups. Andy, would you, uh, in this matchup, Baker on one side, who is playing well, looks good, is, you know, would you rather play Baker or, or Derek Carr? Those two guys are both available. It's championship week. <laughs> you're like, yeah, you're, I'm just, I'm just, you're you are like hitting the table with anticipation. Yeah. You're like, uh, I would not have the, I would not trust Derek Carr. Okay. You, Derek we, Carr is going to slip on some banana peels this week or something. Yeah, I, B Baker. I would go with Baker. Okay. But uh, I would go Carr. But Carr's a better matchup. Yeah. So trust the matchup, trust the man. I mean, that is the decision to make. <laughs> Who do you think wins the game? Tampa. I guess you think. Oh, so you think Tampa wins it? Yeah, I think. Which Tampa garbage wins. time for Derek Carr then? Tampa's at home. They are. You know, they, they've been playing pretty well. One, two of the last three. Yeah, Kyle weeks. says Tampa's favored by three. Yeah, I like Tampa. All right. That is going to do it for today's show. Uh, you know, Al, I can't really see the score. Would you mind? Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. If you want to leave those up there. We'll just close this thing out in, in humility. It's on the screen three times. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, thank you for joining us. Hope you had a great holiday, and we'll be back with another episode tomorrow. Get you ready for championship week. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Fantasy Footballers Podcast. Join our fantasy football community on jointhefoot.com and follow us on Twitter at the FFBallers.